Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Bird Brains. My partner is Mike Eckle, the longtime beat writer for NJ.com, the Trenton Times, covering the Eagles for many, many years. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, tight end Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, uh, this podcast is brought to everybody by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. If you like a magazine that's focusing on the Eagles, by the way, because we have Eagles insider Dave Spadaro writing a bunch of great articles uh, for us, including a feature on Jason Kelly. Uh, excuse me, Kelsey, that will be coming out in January. Please uh, please check us out at jerseymanmagazine.com. Now, my question to you to start out this show, Mark, is what's a bandwagon? <laughs> what's is a bandwagon? That, is that like back in the days when the, the bands would jump on a wagon? And I guess. That, and then the parade? Yeah. yeah. So uh, how big is a bandwagon? Because I want to get on it. That's my point. Oh, I'm a big you, guy. I, 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 is there room kind of been on it. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know if there's any room now. I think it's sold out. Let me tell you something. So I had the chance. I don't go to many Eagles games anymore. I go to one preseason game that the Eagles do for the alumni, and I usually go to one or two a year. I happened to go yesterday. I was invited uh, by a couple people. Number one, uh, one of our clients with the magazine, Lou Lesperance, works for Life Brand, which is an interesting company, and they host what they call the Tunnel Club. And that's a lounge uh, on the lower level, where they're actually the partition is open and you can see the players walking to and from the field, which is really kind of interesting. Uh, You get an idea of how big those guys are. And then um, uh, another client, Peter Cordo, had me in a luxury suite. So I was VIP all the way, man. I was, Oh, I was feeling, I was feeling good about myself. But as far as the product on the field is concerned, uh, the Eagles uh, totally took apart what I thought going in was a pretty good football team and a team that could give the Eagles trouble because if the Eagles had one soft spot, uh, it was uh, uh, defending the run. And, of course, with Derrick Henry in Tennessee, they're known for running the football. And uh, the Eagles just tore them apart. I mean, uh, they played a, a great uh, philosophical defense, in my opinion, stacking the box, making Ryan Tannehill beat him. Tannehill couldn't beat him. As a matter of fact, the, the pass rush got to him where he set out the fourth quarter. But um, I had a great perspective of the game, walked away thinking this was the best Eagles performance of the year. You saw the game. What are your thoughts about it? Oh, I agree 100%. I thought you were going to throw another movie at me. Because last week you, <laughs> you, you threw A Star is Born at me. Right. Um, what, about were you, what, were like, what movie are you thinking about this week? Remember the Titans. <laughs> because when the Eagles go on to do whatever they do this year, I think we'll look back and say, remember that Titans game? That's because to me, this is when it all, listen, they've been good all year. I mean, we've, we've nitpicked here and there because that's just what you do. When you talk about one team and one team only, you find little things, but um, they've been good all year. Obviously one bad game against Washington that they lost. It happens. Uh, the Colts game wasn't, but they found a way to win it. Um, but yesterday, Sunday, that was, like you said, it was a it was all three phases were good. Offense scores thirty five points against a pretty good Tennessee defense. I was like you. I, I thought they'd win this game. I didn't think they'd lose because it was at home, but I thought it would be a, a you know fourth quarter anybody's game. You know, right down to the last possession, maybe. Um, I thought Tennessee like I thought like Tennessee's. A, I mean, they're they're coached by by Mike Rabel, who I have a lot of respect for. I think he's a very good good coach, uh, tough guy. And his team kind of reflects him. Like they're tough. They play. They beat you up. I mean, they don't. They they don't take prisoners. Well, guess what? The Eagles. 
didn't beat them. I mean, and that shows you something because the Eagles we knew could finesse you. Were they tough? Well, we'll, we'll find out. If they're playing it, well, they were the tougher team. They're so tough. They beat, they beat up the boy. Listen, and beat, and, and beat him up pretty bad. Thirty. How about how about this stat? Uh, Derrick Henry, eleven attempts, thirty yards, two point seven average. Six yeah. yards was his longest rush of the day. Are you kidding that's, me? That's, now, yeah. you know Donathan Gannon, who we've so had our discussions Gannon. about. We've we've had our discussions about. Now, he uh, pulled a page out of the Belichick book, in my opinion, because he was not going to let Derrick Henry right. uh, be, beat him. So he stacked eight in the box. And and it worked. And his philosophy was, well, I'm going to make Ryan Tannehill beat me. And he, and he couldn't. Now, uh, on the other side of the coin, I really thought that Tennessee did a poor job because if you're going to stack eight in the box, then you have to run play action and get your tight ends involved and, and make sure that they respect at least if you're going to stack the box, obviously that means there's more room down the field. And it, they did a really poor job of doing that. They would just drop them straight back and, you know, they'd, it'd either be a straight away handoff or a straight drop back pass. And I, I thought that played exactly right into the Eagles. What the Eagles wanted to do, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, I mean, just, but again, the offense, Galen Hurts, I'm, I'm, you know, I, all for the last month, I was saying, you know, he's in the MVP conversation, but it's probably Mahomes, right? It's Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Well, he's right up now there. I'm starting to think, I don't know, you know, Mahomes lost yesterday to Cincinnati. Hurts got to be, he's going to get vote. I mean, I, you know, I don't know how to, I used to, I, years and years ago, I had a vote. Not every year it would rotate. One year you'd vote MVP. Next year you vote coach of the year. Next year you vote rookie of the year. But I was in that ro- rotation. Um uh, he's got to get some votes. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm not sure he's going to win because I think Mahomes is still the bigger name. Um, but my goodness. Well, listen, uh, Hertz's line yesterday, uh, 29 for 39, 380 yards, three touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions. No interceptions. A passer rating of 130.3. Uh, certainly I thought, and even a, a couple of the balls that uh, were incomplete were, were, were drops or uh, Tennessee made a great defensive play. He was right on the money the entire yep. time. And then, and then you know, you juxtapose that to Tannehill's line, 14 for 22, 141, one touchdown with no interceptions. You know, the only uh, black eye on yesterday's performance was uh, it was a, a game that was littered with laundry. The flags were flying. Yeah. There were 19 penalties in the game. The Eagles had 12 penalties for 80 yards. Uh, I think at least five pre-snap motion penalties, which is really weird this time of the year. Normally you see that when you've got a new quarterback or a different cadence or something. Or if you're on, if you're on the road and it's really loud. Yes, and it's hard to hear. And the Eagles were a little bit out of sync. And then a few holding calls. I thought some of the calls were ticky-tacky. Uh, you know, I don't know a lot about yeah. that crew. I, just, I, was gonna say, I think this crew is known for – from what I was, from what I gather, I don't look at this. I don't know, but they, yeah, I think they throw more than most. Let's put it that way. But, was, but I tell you what, I'm more impressed, to be honest with you, that you could get called for 12 penalties for how many yards? You say 80 some yards? 80, 80, yeah. And still it's, put up 35. Blow them out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, usually when you're giving up 85, 80 yards of offense, or I guess it was on both sides of the ball, but when 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 you're giving up 80 yards, that's a lot of yards to give up. That's you know, that's almost the whole field. And 12 uh, times you got called for a penalty, and yet you still win 35 to 10? That, to me, that's even more impressive. 
But the Eagles' offense is so potent. Uh, there are a few times when, you know, there was either a motion penalty or a holding penalty. Eagles were backed up maybe, you know, second and 12, second and 15. And, uh, you know, Hertz is so confident, and the offensive line is protecting so well. And you could see the field. Where my view of the field, it was perfect. And you could just see the field open up, and Hertz is just so on target with these passes. The you know uh, AJ Brown playing against his former team had a, had, had a big game. Uh, uh, he had uh, eight catches for 119 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, by the way, and Smith I, and Brown both went over 100, right? By the way, I know you'd be proud of me that I did bet uh, A.J. Brown to have a touchdown reception yesterday okay. in my uh, Caesar Sportsbook app, so I had a little more than just a, a journalistic interest in the game. But it was a total beatdown. First downs, Eagles 26, uh, Titans 11. Total yards, 453 to 209. Yards per play, 6.8 to 3.9. You know, keep in mind, Mark, that Tennessee the last eight games had not given up 20 points. Uh, right, more than 20 I mean, points. Yeah. They gave up 21 points in the first half yesterday. That, that gives you an idea of how efficient the, the Eagles' uh, offense is right now. Right. I mean, and yeah, it's uh, not just efficient. It's it's not it's not um it's multidimensional. I mean, you know, the critics are I won't say critics. The people that want to pick things. Oh, hurts. Well, he runs. He's a good running quarterback. He, you know, let's. He, he didn't beat he didn't beat Tennessee with his legs. He no, beat he Green Bay with his legs. That's he didn't right. beat Green Bay with his arm two weeks or last whenever when they beat him forty to thirty three. He didn't beat him with he beat him by running. He ran for one hundred something fifty yards. He, he ran for forty yards and he threw for. And that leads to the people that say, "Well, he's not. He's just a running yeah. quarterback. He doesn't." Well, yesterday he only had five rushes for twelve yards. Yesterday right, he didn't even try to run like, the ball. That's nothing. That's like that's I know. That's not what I'm running. But he threw for 380. I mean, so, yeah, it's, it, it, this team has a lot of ways to – this offense can beat you. It's like you said, um, Gannon took away Henry in Tennessee, didn't have an answer. Well, pick your poison with the Eagles. You know, if you want to stop them from running, okay, we'll throw for 380 on you. If you want to drop everybody back and, and, and take away Smith and Brown, or whatever, however you, you know, whatever you want to try, okay, we'll just run for 300 yards. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty exciting to see this whole thing come together. We um, talked about we talked about the offensive line last week, and I have to mention it. I I was able to, to uh, zone in on Lane Johnson a couple times yesterday, and this guy, first of all, he hasn't given up a sack all year. Second of all, he just swallows defenders up. This is a big man that's mobile. And uh, on the running plays, he can pull and be effective. On pass protection, there's no way you're going to get around him uh, one-on-one. He's just uh, he's an incredible right tackle. Uh, you know, we talked about the athleticism of the offensive line. Uh, Jason Kelsey's still pulling like he's 23 years old. You know, Mulata on the left side is solid right there. Uh, Dickerson and Samalo are, are good guards. They're, they're mobile. They're active. I don't you know at this point, I'm really trying hard to find a weakness anywhere with this Eagles team. And, you know, uh, now they, they've had some linebacker issues in the past. I thought Edwards played great yesterday because uh, White gets hurt. And uh, N'Kobe Dean, who was the third-round draft choice, who we haven't really heard of all year long, had five yeah, tackles right. and made a great special teams play. So, you know, you're, you're, uh, a key guy gets hurt, and you can fill in with a, with a stud like uh, N'Kobe Dean. That's pretty good stuff. No, right. I mean, yes. Just, I mean, you said you were looking for a week. There was there was no weakness yesterday. They, they played 
about like other than the penalties, like you said, and to me that seemed more impressive because, like I said, that they overcame those penalties. Usually, when you're backed up behind, as coaches like to say, when we're behind the sticks because it's more than ten yards, um, you know, that's when you fail. That's when you wind up, you know, giving the ball back. No, the Eagles overcame all that. I mean, it was it was an impressive, very impressive performance against a team that I think is pretty good. Now, maybe. Maybe I overrated Tennessee, but I don't think so. I mean, I think they're pretty good too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on the Super Bowl, but they're they're certainly going to win their division. Yeah. So this wasn't like you were beating up the the Carolina Panthers or um, Houston Texans or something like that. No, this was a this was a pretty good team. Um, that and 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 they were coming in on a, on pretty good. You know, they've been playing well. They lost mm-hmm. they, they lost a tough game to the Bengals the week before, which I thought was a bad thing for the Eagles. I thought Tennessee coming off a tough loss, they'd be even more fired up, more ready to come to bounce back. No, they were just outmatched. They were they were yeah. outplayed. They were outcoached. It was a total dominating performance. Some more defensive standouts. Josh Sweat had a couple of sacks. Uh, Hargrave and Brandon Graham each had a sack, and uh, the Eagles' defense it was just suffocating. I mean, they pulled Tannehill out in the fourth quarter just because they, you know, they didn't, they knew they were waving the white flag. They didn't want to get them hurt. But as you look, Mark, uh, at the upcoming schedule, uh, the Giants and Washington actually played to a tie yesterday. So that kind of pretty much knocks them out of the box. But the Eagles will be at the Giants next week. Do you see that presenting a problem? Now, you, yeah. it's a division opponent on the road. Yeah. There's always got to be some level of respect. But sure. do you think the Giants are capable of beating the Eagles the way they're playing right now? No. No, not the way either one of them. First of all, let me see this about the – and it worked out to the Eagles' favor this time. But, you know, it, whoever makes the NFL schedule is a complete idiot. I'm sorry, I'm going to be – I'm not going to play. And I've been this job for 20 years. I who in their right mind would make a schedule where the, the Philadelphia Eagles are, have already played the Washington Commanders twice and they're done with them, and they haven't mm-hmm. played the New York Giants yet? Makes no sense. Right. right. There's five games left, sense. and they play the Giants twice. And the Giants play Washington. The Giants played them yesterday. Right. They, they, or let's look at, let's look at it from Washington's perspective. Washington played the Giants yesterday. They have a bye this week. They play the Giants again next the following week. Who knows that schedule? Yeah, that, that be, is got to be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, back to back. That's uh, that's really no unusual. Yeah. I mean, but I remember when I covered like way back, and I'm I'm not just sound like an old guy, but I mean, just the Eagles would always play Dallas, the Giants, and Washington. Like in the first half of the season, they play them. You know, maybe week three, five, and seven, and then you play them again, the three of them at the end of the, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You split it up. You play twice in three weeks or twice in five weeks. Like you're going to play the Giants twice in five. Makes no sense. But but all that said, the Eagles are catching the Giants. The Giants are not the same Giants. The Giants are. They got a little early spark. A new coach who's very good, and and, and I think the, the Giants hired the right guy for once. Um, and they're and they're going to get better and better as years go on under, under Dable. But they're not and, there and yet. They're, they're not quite there yet. Then they, no, then they, and they weren't supposed to be. I mean, the, those early wins were a surprise. I mean, now they're now the Giants are coming back to where they really are. They're just they're not there yet, like you said. So no, I think Eagles roll. Um, again, the game's at the Meadowlands, but hell, some of the Eagles' greatest wins have been at the Meadowlands. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the following week, the Eagles. The team left is the one at Dallas. 
obviously. So the following week, Eagles go to Chicago. They're in disarray. Yeah. I, I believe that the Eagles should win their game. And then, and then they're at Dallas. And now Dallas uh, absolutely decimated Indianapolis last night. And Indianapolis gave the Eagles a pretty good game a couple weeks ago. They play them on Christmas Eve and in a hostile environment. I mean, if there's a loss on the schedule coming up, That's that might fun. be it, right? Third straight road game, too, is never easy. Yeah. Um, which is a thing that should never happen, but uh, don't get me started on the whole show on, on how screwed up the schedule is. Um, it's, you know, it, I don't think there's any question right now, especially with San Francisco losing their, their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Eagles and Cowboys are the two best teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, the Vikings have a good record, but, God, they're the luckiest team in the, in the creation. And both mm-hmm. Eagles and Cowboys played the Vikings and. Well, they, the, the, I mean, it was a mismatch when the Eagles played the Vikings. Uh, and the Cowboys did the season. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't put the Vikings in that conversation. I would have put San Francisco in that conversation. They've been playing pretty well. Their defense has been, has been outstanding. But with a third string, unproven, I don't, I don't think San Fran can make them. I don't think they're going to go. Well, the Eagles, Cowboys. All right, so, yeah, I mean, if you look at the NFC South, I mean, the Bucks are leading that division at five and six. Yeah, uh, now, they still have Brady, so. Yeah, they do. I don't think Brady is Brady, though. I think no, Brady I, is, is a show. He had, his offensive line is terrible. Right. Uh, there's really nobody. I mean, Seattle, seven and five. They're you know they're uh, overachieving at Seattle, but yeah, no, yeah. It, so it's, it's, the Eagles by far the class of the NFC. They're, they're and Dallas is no question. It's, yeah. it's those two then the Eagles go to New, uh, Eagles are home against New Orleans on New Year's Day, and then they play the Giants at home during the season. Hopefully, that will be a game where we can, uh, you know, rest our starters well, and give them a nice couple that. of weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about that that week. Do you? How much? I mean, if I play, him, get I, if I play him, I don't play him much. I know you're going to get, but. You know, and it depends on how nicked up they are. If they have a chance to pick and choose, you know, say a guy comes down with an Oh, yeah, the guy's nicked up. Yeah. yeah. But, if you know, all things considered, I think you play him a little bit just to keep him somewhat game sharp. But uh, you give him most of that game off. So you don't, have, I don't right. know if you want to go that far with that long. When you're playing the following week. I get yes, it. I get it. But, because uh, then you take but, a bye. But trust me, uh, going to a 17-game schedule and an 18-game uh, season, it's a long year. Yes. And uh, a lot of times just getting off your feet for an extended period is good. Well, Mark, hopefully we'll be as joyful and gleeful the next time we talk about the Eagles uh, and they will have beaten the Giants and we can get on the bird brains with Ken and Mark and talk about it. As usual, it's always a pleasure, my friend, to talk Eagles football with you. For Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Thanks for listening to the Bird Brains, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.